Before we get into this episode of Drink Discussion, we'd like to remind you of a couple of things. What's the first thing, Jason? Drinking responsibly. Drinking responsibly is very important to us. What's the second thing, Jason? That we are recording on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. Yes, and we'd like to pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Drink Discussion. I'm Kieran. And I'm Jason. And uh, Jason, how have you been this week? Sticky. Sticky. Yeah. Sticky. That's uh, We've had some unusually humid weather, haven't we? We've had some very humid weather. I'm not used to the humid weather. I don't mind hot weather, hot and dry. Yeah. Um, I could suppose I could get used to humidity, but being where we live... No, there's... there's not there's, used to it. There's not much to get used to. And it's uh, it, it has been weird. You know, we went from... Uh, sort of almost 40 degrees Celsius days to, uh, you know, 21 and bucketing rain and there's yeah. been floods all over the place. And uh, also there are other parts of our state that are on fire. Um, there's fires going on as uh, well? Yeah, down uh, Mount Gambia. Oh, yes, yes. yes. And uh, actually, there was I've read something interesting about that. Um, they were doing some water bombing operations, but they had to stop due to a certain danger. Do you know what that danger is? Flooding? No. It's it's a much more preventable danger. It's something that probably one person did, which has made it harder to put the fires out. What? Someone was flying a drone to take photos of the fires. That got picked up by the radar. There's a drone in there. You can't radio the drone to say, like, you know, get the get fire, out of get out of the way. I I need to you know fly through here, and you know drones can you know probably mess up a engine of a plane pretty bad. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, if it was just someone flying around their like little plane, then they'd you know be able to get on the radio and say like, "Boy, get out of the way," <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, they probably wouldn't have let them take off and fly in that area anyway. So somebody's drone in the way and they couldn't drop the water. Well, they basically said, "Yeah, we we have to suspend our fire, our, our water bombing." I was going to say fire bombing. <laughs> no, that's no. We have to suspend our water bombing bombing operations uh, while we wait for this drone to go away. You'd hate to mix those two up, wouldn't you? Just be like, oh, do I need, I need, is it the water bomber or the napalm? Oh, I don't know which one to pick here. Well, I mean, they, they do sometimes, uh, to fight fires, they, you know, cut down trees and make like a break so it's, yeah. the fire can't go further. I wonder if they ever try to like burn a fire towards another fire. Like, you know, if you burn a match from top to bottom, it takes a while to go out. But yeah. if you burn, put a fire on the top and put a fire on the bottom, it'll burn into the middle and, you know, it might be easy to put out. I remember being told something like that years ago when I was in primary school they had some firefighters coming come in and from like the CFS come in and have a chat and it was what I do remember it being one of the things where if they want to be able to try and stop a fire they may light another fire which will go in that direction so when they meet it just it becomes like a superheated mess and like blows out sort of thing yeah. but it, it stops it from going any further because you're burning it backwards and well it also reminds me of uh, did you ever play um I think it was Modern Warfare 2. Yes. Okay, there was one quote from, um, I think it was uh, Captain Captain Price who said, you know, how do you put out a fire on an oil rig? You set off an explosion near it to draw the oxygen away. Yeah. And I've always wondered, like, is that true? But, you know, how do I search that without being on a terrorist watch list? Yeah. Like, how to put out a fire on an oil rig makes it look like I intend to start a fire on an oil rig. Well, you could just type into Google, how do they put out fires on oil rigs? 
Isle rigs? Isle rigs. <laughs> it was like, this is for my year seven firefighting project. Thank you, Google. Like, <laughs> yeah, just put that. It's just very long Google search. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully they don't, you know, hack my webcam and realize I'm, I'm a 30-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> the only search that's going to come up is call triple zero immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, other thing that has been uh, interesting that we should probably say, you know, this episode isn't coming out on the day it's recorded. No. But uh, today is probably the most controversial holiday or public holiday in Australia. Yeah, it's Australia Day. Yes. One thing that uh, I've, I always find interesting is, uh, do you know how long Australia Day has been a public holiday for? Not very long, hasn't it? No, 26 years. Yeah. How old are you, Jason? Uh, nearly 30. Yeah, so you're older than Australia Day. Yeah. I'm older than Australia Day. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I guess you, unlike, you know, New Year's um, and I guess Christmas and Easter and other you know long celebrated days like labor day australia yeah. day is a made-up holiday like valentine's day yeah <laughs> you know it's not a real holiday um so, uh, yeah so it is a bit of a, a a controversial day and uh i know there's a lot of people people i know today going to a uh, rally in the middle of the city one thing that uh i well i do support changing the date i think it's probably a good idea yeah. because if, if 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 we can't all celebrate together what's the point of an australia day it doesn't make sense one thing that i'm not in favor of is uh have you heard that some people want to change it to uh the 8th of may why because you put may 8 and it becomes may 8 oh okay actually i don't mind that i think it's just like a little too lame i is feel it, like so it's a much... bit too lame yeah yeah it's a bit, it's just like it i don't know it doesn't jive with me man <laughs> just the <laughs> That, who says that anymore? Me. Doesn't jive Me. with you. I'm also the only person I know who says groovy. You know. Yeah. No, I say easy a lot. No problem. I, I sometimes say easy. Yeah. No problems. One. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm easy and I'm not a problem. But you're not groovy. I'm not groovy. No. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I, I have been saying uh, easy a lot because I did start a new job last week. Oh, did you? Yes. And uh, do you want to hear the most? Uh, the, the worst complaint you'll ever hear from anyone ever? Yes, please. All right. Because I'm sure I've heard my fair share. Here's my complaint. This is the first time in my life I've ever worked a job that was, you know, nine to five. And it's really hard. It's really hard to work for that long. I'm used to shorter hours. What? I, but yeah, like nine to five is just like, oh, that's tough. You would you would fall apart in retail very, very quickly. I, I Those just... nine till sevens, like one of my rosters was... 9 till 7, 9 till 7, 9 till 5, 9 till 7, and then 9 till 9. Damn. <laughs> Although, I mean, there were times that when I was at uni when I'd do 6 to 6, like, yeah. days in a row. So, you know, it, I, I've done that as a student, but that's a bit different to actually working. So, yeah, I've it was, it was a big adjustment. I definitely dress up a bit too much for the office, but I'm kind of leaning into it. I've decided it's going to be my thing now. Yeah. I'm going to be that snappy dressing guy. That's me. Well, that's okay. I'm yeah. not the snappy dressing guy in my office. I just wear I wear like the same couple of pairs of pants and yeah. rotate the shirts and like that'll do. I can't be asked. Well, I mean, if it works for you, then it works. It works for me, yeah. and I'm comfortable. So, and well, it's it's appropriate. So it's not like I'm walking in with a g-string. Well, I and only a g-string. Uh, well, I mean, a mankini would be uh, more appropriate. Oh, sorry, I didn't I didn't phrase that correctly. Holding a g-string and not wearing anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you were a uh, <laughs> you know nudity salesman selling the concept of nudity probably good it's like why do you wear this g-string when you could have all this <laughs> you can have all this nothingness on 
Well, speaking of all this, we should probably get into all this, which is a few drinks. And uh, you've brought our drinks today. I have. Are we doing a, a variety or is it all from one place? It's all from one place. Yeah. And it's beer. Ooh. And let's just say one of the beers is food related. Oh, I, I know it's not this. And I'm setting myself up for disappointment. But I could really go for like a buffalo wing beer. Yeah, no, it's not. It's uh, not that at all. All right. Uh, let's get into our first drink. All right, Jason, so I'm seeing blue. What is this blue labeled beer? It is Lobethal Beer House from Lobethal here in Ooh, South Australia. Lovely. That's a lovely town known for their Christmas lights, yes. except during plague times. Yep. Uh, known for having a bit of German heritage, as a lot of places in the hills yep. do. And uh, the Beer House, which also has a, from my experience, lovely restaurant. Yeah. And uh, I have not tried all their beers, so. Uh, you might hit one or two that I've had before, maybe, but we'll, we'll see. Well, I actually have a little bit of information further on about about their beers, but um, you know they only started in 2007. Really? Yep. Ah. So when I was in high school, they were only just starting. That's crazy, yeah. It's like, yeah. so uh, new. I, I feel like they've... But people talk about it like it's been around forever. Yeah, they do. I mean, that's because it's Lobethal. I mean, it's close to us. It's a good beer house. You said you're right. They've got a nice beer garden out the front. It's a really nice little hole inside for mm, which is that a restaurant had one of the some of the hottest wings i've ever had there yeah yeah Ooh. They, that that's that's something that should be in a beer you know hot wing beer well every time they brew a batch it's 1200 liters wow. every single time that's uh that's a lot of uh that's a lot of batches beer. in a week if you're brewing a lot like brewing a few yeah yeah so what what is this first one this is a pilsner a bohemian pilsner bohemian yeah so like uh, that song yes la bohème the opera no, no, Bohemian Bird. I'll have to show you later. Okay. I can't remember the name of the artist, but it's a song. Bohemian Bird. I've never heard it. I think we're both avoiding Bohemian Raps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, cool. Well, how about we pop it open? Now, this is not a twist top. No. Let's see if the makeshift bottle cap opener we've we found in your kitchen works. It yeah, did something. It did something. It, it got the bottle off. Yeah. All right. Do you have any more information while I pour? Uh, not that I don't want to share just yet. Oh. Yeah. But I can tell you, we're actually having four drinks today. Oh, that's a, that's a bit of a step backwards <laughs> from last week. Of six? What did we have last time? Uh, six? Yeah, we had, we had six total. Yeah. Well, I thought we'd better tone it back this week. Now, oh, one thing I should tell you is I, uh, I tried mixing some drinks from uh, different episodes the other day. Yeah. So you know the, uh, the So Good Mojito Mix? Yes. I put the Mojito Mint in the Mojito Mix. Yeah, and? Uh, I think those two companies need to work together to make that a permanent feature of both of their things. Ooh. Yeah, I think that was really good. That's Might awesome. Might have to post about that on Instagram sometime. Oh. Tag both companies in it. Yeah. See if we can get hey, guys, answer. let's uh, get you two together. Now, first thing I notice is that this is a very yellow beer. Yeah, it's very bubbly too. Mmm, I do like bubbles. Yeah, who doesn't like bubbles? If you don't like bubbles, you know, bubble, 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 bubble. I'm like sure there's someone out there who doesn't like bubbles. Well, fuck that person then. You know, they'd rather have a bath than a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's uh, chink and seek it and see what we think. Wow, that is quite nice. It is, it's really nice. Now, does this have any tasting notes? Uh, probably. I didn't look, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> good thing it's on the bottle. Oh, that's good. So, uh, crisp, authentic, floral, dry spice, elegant, and t elegant, sorry, and timeless. I'm definitely getting floral and crisp. You're not getting timeless? Well, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy the time I spend drinking yeah. this beer, that's yeah. for sure. And, yeah. and you said this was a Christmas present? Yeah, this is one of the 
it was a four pack given to me uh, by my friend Natalie. Well, thank you, Natalie, for helping support the uh, channel through Christmas presents. Yeah. Channel? We're not on YouTube. No, um, we could be. We, I mean, we could... Well, you got to find us first. Y- yes, and also uh, we need to set up a camera and... I've got a camera. Okay. We, we, need, we need a place to record that... I mean, sometimes I'm thankful people can't see that way we record because, quite honestly, this table is messy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's an audio medium. Mm. Yes, you don't. You, you might hear the messy table, but you don't see it, and you can't smell that smell that you can smell. <laughs> Here, <laughs> listeners, please smell this. Actually, the beer does have a quite nice smell. I would say uh, Pilsner, it really does. Pilsners, I feel, as far as beers go, are for any brewer, no matter who makes them, they're a pretty safe bet. I haven't had many Pilsners that I could say are bad. I think they're just. Uh, Kind of middle of the road. Not that it's not that I'm not enjoying this pilsner. Just that um, I think don't think there's much risk in pilsner. Well, the Lempthorpe Beer House, their favourite descriptor words for this beer is authentic, gold classed, floral edged, and a favourite. Well, gold definitely in the colour. Oh, 100 percent. Now, has this beer won any awards? Well, actually, it's funny you should mention that because. Um, Lobethal Beer House have actually won 31 medals for their beers since 2008 at the Australian International Beer Awards. Any of those uh, medalist beers today? Uh, I'm not sure because their website didn't list which ones were medalist ones, but I'm sure, you know, out of their large range at their beer house, they probably have them all Mm. on tap. It's kind of like... um you know, sometimes they talk about people talk about a product and it's like, oh, it's won this award or it's recommended by this or that. I think it was the Chaser. They once did an investigation into uh, Head and Shoulders, the shampoo that the very shampoo I used this morning to get my uh, get your nice uh, get my hair going, get my little. I'm, I'm a Pantene boy. Oh, actually, no, I'm not. I'm Davro. <laughs> what the fuck is Davro? That sounds like it's like, oh, my mate makes this uh, hair hair tonic out in the back. He's called Davro. He uses bits of old tires and tar. <laughs> And then you put some Davro in your hair, and uh, yeah. what's his name, Dave? And he calls it da- da- Davro. <laughs> Davro's hair stuff. Welcome to Davro's hair stuff. How can I help you today? Yeah, but um, so the chaser were looking into Head and Shoulders, and I believe at the time they were saying, you know, the Head and Shoulders was the uh, number one uh, recommended shampoo by the uh, like Head and Scalp Foundation, <laughs> like people who were keen about like scalp health, and they did some investigation into that foundation. And you know where it is? Where? It's like one tiny office cubicle in the basement of the Head & Shoulders office in, like, Melbourne. Oh, my it's, God. It's like you make up your own foundation for the pure purpose of giving you an award. So I'd actually like to announce that we have won the Best Drinking Podcast Award from Drinking Podcasts South Australia, Adelaide Pacific. And uh, they, they've given us this award um, uh, just yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, fantastic. And as the head of this foundation that I've totally just made up and is definitely a real thing, I'd like to congratulate me and you. Way! Yeah. So, you know, some, some, but I'm sure these awards are real awards, but, you know, anytime I see, there's a lot of places you see, like, they've won all these awards, they've won all those awards, and you've got to wonder how many times did a place win an award because maybe they were the only ones who went into it or, you know, it was a limited category or they had very specific requirements and very few places hit those requirements. It's it's not like the Oscars where it's just like, did you make a movie? <laughs> did you? Yes, it's two minutes. You can enter. You know, so I'm pretty sure there's actually very strict rules around like Academy Awards and I things think, like that. I think yeah, it's got to be, be sold or it has to be screened at a certain amount of cinemas. Yeah, because yeah. um, that movie, I think, what's it called? The Room? Um, that, that did enough just to he, get it. Yeah. He, he'd put it in enough places for a long enough stint that it was able to be 
he could put himself up for the award. It is it is one of my favorite movies, The Room. I love how bad it is. It's it's so bad. It's good. it's so bad. It's good. It is the perfect example of that. I've seen the one with James Franco. Oh, the Disaster Artist. Yeah, that's great. Oh, such a terrible film. But have you watched The Room? I don't plan on watching no, The Room. So, okay, you done it in the wrong order. Like watching The Disaster Artist doesn't make sense without watching the room it's kind of like watching you know imagine watching you know behind the scenes of attack of the clones but it's like oh but i've never seen any of the star wars then like what was the point of watching the behind the scenes educational purposes yeah maybe if you're into into model making and cgi but the whole point of the disaster artist was it was the story behind this terrible film but if you watch the terrible film it makes the disaster artist so much better and what I actually would like to see someday is I'm sure they've got enough footage is you know they they refilmed part of that movie with the people playing the people playing the characters (laughs) they refilmed it like shot for shot and I want to see like just like dual screen like one next to each other or one on top of the other have both like both versions playing at the same time that'd be pretty cool to see wouldn't it to see whether they actually stacked up to the original and but like the room is is a crazy film for those at home just like mild spoiler alerts but i there's one plot point that happens early on in the film that you think might come back and it just like goes nowhere (laughs) some kid gets dragged onto the roof of a building by like some drug dealer put has a gun put in his push in his face this other guy who doesn't have a gun pulls him off and tells him to get out of here and you think oh yeah that guy's gonna be back he wants his drug money you never see him again he's just there for this one scene (laughs) that's that's it like you you might not have liked the disaster artist but that's because you went into it in the wrong order you're kind of like you know what's happening Why, why are they building a clone army who are these guys? What's Django Fett? You know, like you, you don't you don't get it because you haven't seen the prior. You start with Rise of Skywalker, right? Then you watch Attack of the Clones, then you watch New Hope, then you watch Revenge of the Sith. No, you, your order's all wrong, and I'm going to I'm I'm going to be responsible for introducing your starter, your child to Star Wars. Now I have my own very specific order, which we might get into after the next drink, but. Pilsner, let's have a have a little talk. How many um, how many Christmas lights out of ten do you think you'll give this one? Ooh, uh, Christmas lights out of ten, solid eight and a half. That's a good Pilsner. Yeah. Now, I was actually willing to give this a nine, but seeing as I've finished my glass and what I'm left with is the aftertaste, and while I'm actively drinking this beer, it is lovely, it is light, it is crisp, it is perfect. But the sort of taste that's hanging around in my mouth isn't the greatest, so I'm going to drop it down to an eight. Yeah, but uh, still pretty good beer it's a good pilsner and we've had some really good pilsners oh yes uh, we've had some pilsners from across the world I was going to say across the pond but that's a very big fucking pond well I mean it's all just one big pond isn't it you know they're all connected yeah like Telstra Big Pond the yeah. internet service oh my god you know people that still have big pond email addresses like oh it's such and such at bigpond.com it's like why are you still using Big Pond? I, I feel the same when people is like their, their email address is like at internode or at Adam internet it's like don't connect it. Like, what if you want to change your internet provider? You know, you don't, you, you don't want it linked to that. You want it linked to yeah. something else. When occasionally you get people that say that they're like at Yahoo, it's like, okay, you barely passed this, but I'm still uh, yeah, questioning no, your choices here. My, my mum's got a Yahoo and I'm kind of like, yeah. It should no, she's, be she's Gmail or Hotmail. Hotmail. Or Outlook. Or Outlook. Any of the Microsoft ones, which yeah. are basically the same, but with a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, look, we've got a pretty good Pilsner to start off with. Why don't we move on to beer number two? Q. 
Kieran, 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 Kieran. Yes, yes, I've, Jason. I, there's some important information that we need to interrupt this episode and let people know about. Oh, yeah, what's that? We're currently recording on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. Did you know that? I, I did know that. They're, they were actually here a lot longer before we were. Oh, 40,000 years at least, I believe. And that's an incredible amount of time. And I think that we need to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Oh, consider them paid. Okay, so Jason, you've put down another bottle. This one's got a black label with some big mm. letters that stretch around the bottle. Yes. And it looks like it says, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? You know, like the pills that we've just had and they've got this on tap. So what do you like? Oh, and they say, oh, I like this, that, and the other. Okay, so we've got, you know, we've got a Pilsner. We've got a Hoppy IPA. Then we've got the extra IPA here. But you know what? We actually have a different name for it. What is that? Yeah! <laughs> or like uh, the, the what's it um, C I S C I. Okay, you're talking about the who won't get no. forward again. The yeah. No, like the glasses, the TV oh, show. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, yes, but it's a song, and that TV show is using like. Ah, it's, okay. It's the the it's not the theme song. It's a song by the band The Who. Won't get forward again, and it's like a big moment after this sort of like light keyboard bit in the middle of the song that really kicks it back into the last verse and chorus. It's really cool. Maybe they should do that every time they pull the lever. Yeah. Yeah, have yeah. it like have it linked to a little thing that activates. Or like the when they then you get those people there that gotta stand there and like tap the yeah, the lever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it's the hip hop remix. Yeah. Alright, so this yeah is an extra IPA, extra IPA. Yeah. Alright, well let's use this shitty bottle opener again and see how it sounds. Ugh. Try again. Try again. I really wish I knew where my real bottle opener was. Yeah. Well, any information about this beer that you want to bring forward while I pour it? Well, I can tell you a little bit more about Lopethal Beer House. Oh, please do. I mean, I know how to drive there. <laughs> Not that I'm going to drive after drinking. But no, yeah. exactly. Talking of drink driving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, no, I didn't. I was out today for a little bit. I took my daughter out and um, we were out and then she fell asleep in the car. Oh. Right? Um, she does it, you know... It, Around that time, sometimes we like to, if we are out, we try and stay out so she can fall asleep in the car for about half an hour and we just go for a drive. So I was out driving today and she was asleep and then she woke up. So I was on our way home and I stopped at the set of lights and, you know, I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and I'm looking in my rear vision in the side mirrors and I see there's a cop car behind me. I'm like, whatever, I've not done anything. Like, yep. it doesn't bother me. Like, just, we're all driving. Drive around the corner, red and blue lights go on. And I'm like, Fuck. What have I done? I'm like, no, my car rego is not due for another couple of weeks. I'm okay. No, my license isn't due for a couple of months. That's okay. And then I'm like, fuck, did I cut him off in a side street somewhere that, and I didn't see him or at a roundabout uh, like a couple of minutes back? I'm like, fuck, what, what have I done? And I, I wasn't panicking. I was just trying, I'm like genuinely vexed. I was like, what have I done? I'm like, is there something wrong with the car? And I'm like, whatever. Like, I'll get pulled over. He'll tell me whatever pulls me over get my license out and he goes just doing a breatho today and he fucking breathalyzes me oh and he breathoed me on the spot and i was just like oh okay righto and he breathoed me and he went okay because i hadn't had anything to drink yeah, yeah. so i obviously blew a zero yes and he went okay thanks very much have a good day and he walked off and i was like oh okay thanks that, that, that was today right that was today like well, today is is one of the bigger drinking days of the year for the people who do celebrate the public holiday yeah so, so on my way home he sort of went that direction then he pulled somebody else over so they were obviously doing random stops but you know my daughter had her first uh, stop by the cops today oh the popo yeah by yeah. the popo you know it's a good thing he only checked me for for breath though and not for like all the acid that you take every day to deal with your crippling 
nerve pain. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. all that acid I dropped. No, 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 no. Yeah. You know, just to have a couple of bodies in the boot. A deal went wrong over the weekend, so oh, they're okay. still there. So he didn't check, so it was all right. Well, well I mean, as podcasting is an interesting world, but let's get into <laughs> this interesting extra IPA. That is thick. Oh. That's, uh... Yeah. You, you know when you, like, drink batter, even though you're not supposed to? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah is, that's, that's, that's thick. thick. That's thick. That's got many C's in it. Yeah, I see why they call it yeah around the bottle, because you have a taste and you're like, yeah, I don't know. Some people are really into this. Yeah. Uh, which, fine, but, you know, not for me. Uh, now I think is a good time, so for more information that you were going to share about this brewery? They have eight core beers and a number of one-off seasonal beers that they produce each year. Mm. Uh, and they always ha- aim to have at least 20 beers on tap at that's the beer lot. house. That's a lot of beers. That's a that. lot of decision. That's, that's a decision. Mm. That's give me 10 minutes and they have a decision to make. Yeah. Well, maybe we should go up there and actually do an episode in the back room sometime. Yeah. Beer house if you're listening. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> if you're not listening, then we will make ourselves at home in a corner and just buy the drinks. And and then, like, excuse me, other patrons having a good time. Could you shut <laughs> up? We're doing a podcast here. <laughs> I know you're having a family birthday for your 80-year-old grandfather, but shut up. Yeah, Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know As Dave you- comes along, oh, cool. I need more hair stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, I think this is a perfect time, while we're drinking this extra thick drink, to get into my thick and well thought out order for how you watch Star Wars. What's the thick and well thought out order? there are two ways to do this. There's the sort of light way, and there's the heavy way. Ooh. So, the heavy way is much longer, but it is done like that so that you can um, really appreciate how everything connects together. So... You start off with episode four. Yep. No matter what, I believe this should be your starting point. You go four, you go five, you go six. Now, mild spoilers here, and but then again, if you haven't seen Return of the Jedi, at this stage, it is, what, like almost a 40-year-old film. Yeah, it's so if you haven't seen it, like, fucking tough luck. Yeah, and, you know, this is a podcast. Just hit pause. Watch Return of the Jedi for, like, the first, uh, I don't know, let's say, like, 30 minutes then you'll get to me saying stuff and you know it'll and then come back to this and then you'll hear the rest of the audio so you watch it up until obi-wan obi-wan's ghost yeah uh, on dagobah starts talking to luke and says you know oh your father was a brilliant pilot when i first met him and then what you do is you pause it there you write down the timestamp, you go back and then you watch episodes one two and three because you it's easier those still like a flashback yeah so it's it's like sort of obi-wan explaining this is how your father, Anakin Skywalker, became Darth Vader. So you watch one, two, three. And then, you know, three ends. And then you see the end of Anakin Skywalker, the start of Vader. You then go and you watch the rest of episode six. All right. And that sort of caps off the first part. Then you watch Rogue One and you watch Solo. And they are sort of uh, good ways to kind of... I, I like to see them as like they're the movies that people in Star Wars would watch. Because, you know... Once, once they defeated the Empire, they probably, you know, eventually open up, oh, this is how we actually got the first Death Star plans, you know, make a bit of a, a legend out of it. And Han Solo, you know, became a bit of a legend. So, uh, you know, someone might make a movie about him. Then you watch the sequel trilogy, uh, 7, 8, 9. So that is the light order. That's the light order? That's the light order. That would be if I'm having my pills now. What's the dark order? 
Okay. That's so, Order 66. Well, no, not, not the Dark Lord. This is just the, the more, much more heavily involved. So everything that I've just said stays as it is. We just got to insert some things, right? Right. So you... Who doesn't love hearing that on a public holiday? We just need to insert some things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't right. go out to Dave's shed. No. <laughs> He'll turn you into hair product. Uh, so you, uh, you watch... Between episodes two and three, you watch The Clone Wars. Now, this is where it gets a little bit complex. The Clone Wars TV series... Uh, was sort of not released in actual chronological order. There's some episodes that actually sort of happen, like they're in season one, but they make they meant to like line up with season three episodes. So just go online. There is an official list, and the end of the Clone Wars actually happens like the last four episodes of the Clone Wars happen at the same time as episode three. Yeah. So um, I, I'm sure there's someone out there who's actually cut that those four episodes and episode three together into some mega long movie. If you want to do that. That's probably a great way to meld the two together, but you will be jumping from live action to animated all over the place. All, all over the place as they as they cut from, you know, one thing to other thing. There's actually sort of like scenes where you see people, you know, on a hologram talking to people, and then they turn around and like one person leaves the hologram, and that's where another scene starts in the uh, live action film. Yeah. So it was really well done. It was really well linked up to uh, episode three. Then after that, you would watch the rest of episode six. Then you watch Rebels, which is sort of uh, all about, you know, just before, which is set just before episode four. I try to view Rebels as, you know, this is how the rest of the, uh, now when, once the Rebellion is sort of won, that's how they sort of find out about how the Rebels operated in the early days, because they don't have to keep their secrets anymore. They won the war. Then you watch uh, 789 after that, and there is a series that's sort of set at the same time as 789, which is Star Wars Resistance, but... Uh, you can just skip that. It, I I watched it and I sort of put myself through it just to see how it would be. And, you know, it's interesting at one point you get to see uh, Starkiller Base destroying the New Republic from, like, a different angle. And, you know, you see it happening live and how people react to it. And that bit is good, but it is not worth watching the whole thing just for that bit. So you, you can skip it, which is a shame because they've got some great voice actors and uh, great cast members in there. So uh, it's just a shame that it wasn't a great series. At least that is a very thought-out plan of attack yep. on those films. A, a, a clone attack. A clone attack. A, an attack. You could say it's a war. Oh, uh, that happens within the stars. Yeah. 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 But that, look, that's my that's my uh, how you should watch Star Wars. If you haven't watched Star Wars, that's uh, the best way. And one of the key things to this order is that anything in a film that's meant to be a bit of a surprise reveal doesn't lose its impact because if you watch one two three four five six when darth vader does the whole like no i am your father bit it's like well no shit we already knew that because we watched episode three <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> we know who you are dude <laughs> yeah get it's... off the screen down in front I i'm sure darth vader wouldn't immediately kill you for that <laughs> hey mr vader down in front <laughs> anyway so we've got uh these rather thick beers personally um i think this is Okay, I'm not a fan though. I no, neither am I. It's I'm not a fan of s strong beers, as we well know. Well, um, but you've had dark beers and enjoyed them. You've had there's there's a difference between strong and this is like this is strong. It's real hoppy. It's still drinkable though. Mm. I've got to admit, it's still drinkable. I don't know why, but I sort of get a chocolatey taste afterwards. Are there any flavour notes? No, 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 no. All right, so mouthfeel is a creamy velvet. 
olfactory is taking the vegetal keenness while sipping, but the palate gets an instant prickly of dry bitterness straight up, and the back is drier than grassy juice. Another please, sir. That's what it says on their website. That, is, that, that is a really weird thing, but uh, for me, the mouthfeel is a bit more like... Um, it is drying. You I'm know a... when you have a protein shake and you haven't put enough liquid into it and it's just that bit too thick? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what i It's a bit getting. powdery. Well, no, just a bit... Just thick. Just thick. Yeah, no, not, I, not in a thick shake way. Like in a like, there's something wrong in my coke. <laughs> I, I will admit this is very dry. Like I do feel mm. my mouth is very dry after drinking it. I mean, it could also be we are drinking it on a hot summer's day. My aircon is weak, and uh, this beer has been heating up. And I think it was easy. Maybe it was just because it was at the start. Uh, it was a bit colder and a bit easier to drink. Yeah. So what are you going to rate this one? For me, this is a five because. I, I don't want to put the brewery down, and I think the brewery does great things, but I just know this one isn't for me. Uh, if you enjoy really hoppy beers, you will probably love this, but, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to slam a local brewery just because it's not my taste. Yeah. So, look, it's it's a five. If I, for some reason, felt like a really hoppy beer, then I know this is there. I'd have to agree with that sentiment as a five. Yep. Yeah, it's very, very hoppy. It's drying. Not my overall favourite, but I, I do agree with that sentiment of when... We don't slag off a, 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 small a, a, a small brewery or even, look, admittedly, we're not going to slag off a big brewery either. I mean, unless you really produce something bad. There but, was there, there was that one, never buy this beer, but uh, we don't talk about that. But if you want to find out what that is, you have to go listen to the episode. Yes. And that's our Oktoberfest episode, part one. Oh, also, did you take a photo of these? for? Our- I certainly did. Oh, great, because I just realised we can't put these caps back on. <laughs> no, we can't put those caps back on. Great. Well, look, now that we've had this really thick, thick beer... Maybe we should move to the next one, which I'm hoping is uh, like uh, a 90s supermodel, thin and addicted to heroin. It's just, it's just a, <laughs> I was just trying to think, like, how do I, you know, say that I want something not that thick? And it's like, what's thin? Oh, yeah, there was that whole thing in the 90s where, like, people were, like, super anorexic as a fashion choice. <laughs> That's, I just thought that might be a nice, uh, I mean, not a nice segue, but sort of a, a cutting remark on fashion culture. Yeah! Yeah. Or, or how about, you know, as, uh, as, as thin as Scott Morrison's sense of leadership? Yeah, let's go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we've had a nice thick beer. How about we get into our next one, which is hopefully as thin as Scott Morrison's leadership and hairline? Let's do it. <laughs> Yes, Jason. I have another bottle here. Uh, I know, I'm not blind. I mean, the audience can't see, but I can. You don't have to treat me like a child, Jason. You sure? I'm older than you. I've been hanging around children too long because yes. I have a child. I know, well, and I've recently moved out of working with children, so yeah. you know what's... Uh... So, what do you think this is? 7.2% alcohol. This one's a 1.9 standard drinks. Oh, right. And it's got a black bottle it's cap. It's got a black bottle cap, but I can see the label has some red, green, and also some white. And I do know that you happen to get this as a Christmas present. Now, having been to the Lobethal Beer House before, I do happen to know that they do a very nice Christmas dark ale. Yeah? So what do you think this is? I'm really hoping it's that Christmas dark ale. It's Christmas ale. Yay! It's the Christmas ale! Oh, it's, I, I, do, I do love this one. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, ah! <laughs> this is. We needed the year on this bottle, didn't we? Yes. Or you know, Christmas is kind of just. You yeah. just literally took that out of my hand. You're just like, I've got to open this now. I have to get a drink. Sorry, Ted. Yeah, sorry, Ted. Ted wasn't harmed. It was just the bottle cap like lightly brushed his fur. First, for this one, have you had this before? I've not had this one All before. All right. Well, let me guide you through it. First, have a sniff. Everything starts with a good sniff. 
Mm, yep. Very Christmassy. So I might take the notes on this one and because uh, I've I've had this one before. I am a bit of a fan of the dark. Holy arts. shit, that's dark. Yes. So the color is based off what you would call the trunk of a Christmas tree. Really? No, it's just a dark ale. I'm just trying to link it back to its name. You know? Oh, okay, fair enough. You know, it, inclusive marketing and all that kind of stuff. But this, so this is a dark ale. And one thing that I have discovered, being having gone to a few breweries and tried a few different craft beers and all that, is that dark ales seem to be the easiest to kind of just like impose a flavor on. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. There's so many different dark ales with so many different like specific flavors, and you know when you get a beer, it's like, oh, this beer really tastes like X, Y, or Z. Yeah. It's always a dark ale, or it's a sour ale, like a strawberry or a pickle sour. Ooh, I'm getting pudding. You're getting pudding? Well, let's. Uh, hey, it's almost a month since Christmas, so. Uh, it is almost a month since Christmas. Oh God, you. No, he's putting on the hat again. He's he's putting on the hat. It's the Christmas like. I, mean, I feel it's appropriate. Yes. All right. Well. Well. Happy. Christmas a month late. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. What are you getting? Pudding. You're getting pudding? A pudding of some sorts. I'm just going to start at the last line of the bottle. Christmas pudding in a glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it is. So, yeah. All natural ingredients, malt, yeast, hops, and water. Winter spices, Belgium candy. So, there's a bit of nutmeg in there. I can a bit the spice. Of cinnamon. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Nutmeg and cinnamon is what comes out to me. So, uh, I usually do for Christmas morning... Um, I'm not sure if I've said this on the podcast. Have I talked about what I do for Christmas breakfast every year? Uh, waffles, isn't it? Yes, but I do something a bit different to them. You I smack them? Well, you got to smack them. That <laughs> brings out the flavour. Uh, no. I add a little bit of um, cinnamon sugar Ooh. and a little bit of nutmeg into the batter Ooh. as I'm mixing it. So it, it gets cooked into that. You then, you know, add a little bit of maple syrup on top once it's cooked. Lovely. Perfect. And, you know, I've always believed that the uh, waffle is superior to pancakes because uh, the pancake, the maple syrup just runs off, but the waffle, it's got those little... little it's got those dip, divots, yeah, yeah it just gets there. held in. It's, it's there good for thinking. holding. Yeah, that's... Well, good thinking, Belgium, inventors of the waffle, <laughs> I assume, because Belgian waffles. Yeah. Although Belgian waffles implies that, like, what if waffles started somewhere and then Belgian waffles were somewhere different? From Russia. Mm. Actually, I got another waffle maker recently. Oh, did you? Yeah, they were selling them at Audi, and it was the same size as the one I... I bought a waffle maker the first time I got a... Well, when I say waffle maker, I do the stove top. Yeah. Under the, with the fire. I bought one off like Amazon when I first got a full year of work. Yeah. And sort of like, I did one term and then I got told, actually, we'll need you for terms two, three, and four. So I got myself a waffle thing and it's like, yep, this is how I'm going to celebrate getting myself a waffle thing because I finally got money. I don't need to have to worry about like, well, what if I can't get work for four weeks? I need to pay rent kind of thing. So yeah, yeah I, I got, got myself a waffle maker and it's good. And doing stovetop waffles is fun, and you feel good about it. It's authentic. It's nice. The problem is, I can only make two waffles at a time. Oh uh, yeah, and really, you want like six. Yes, but now I can make four waffles at a time. Wait. So typically, what I do is I put them on a big plate and put that plate into a warm but not hot oven to keep them warm before serving. Oh, I could go for a waffle right about now. Well, actually. too bad we actually had waffles this morning. Fuck you. So Christmas, I'm wearing a hat. Yes, because we're having a Christmas beer. We are having a Christmas beer. And, and you talked about spice. Yes. I've got something for you. Oh. Your Christmas present that I've been forgetting to give you for over a month. Oh, yes. And we gave you that banana bread. Yeah. 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 Well, this is something that you can eat as well. I mean, if you can say that of everything. I could give you a plastic laundry tub and you can eat that. You shouldn't, but you yeah. could. Yeah. I, you, well, this you can eat safely. Okay. With It's intended for It's purpose. intended for consumption. It, it, is a, it is a food item. It's a food... Well... It goes you know with can, food. Can you remind me later? I actually, I, I have a block of chocolate in my car. 
You have a block of chocolate in your car. It's, it's Do you mean now. you've got I've you've got, got liquid chocolate in your car well, now? Or like are you a, baking a cake in your it's, car now? It's, it's like in a cardboard box, then, then there's foil underneath that. So oh, I think no. like I should just be able to put it in the fridge. You're just baking it. You're just making it a larger chocolate block. It's, it's, it's a fondue now. <laughs> I need some strawberries. Oh, we'll go out there after we get some strawberries and dip into your fondue chocolate car. We'd have to get strawberries. Yeah. And it's public holiday, everything's closed. <laughs> well, so this is your late Christmas present. Ooh. Something that you consume. Now, I, I know that you like making your own barbecue sauce. Ooh. But I got you these because I thought you might like to have something pre-made or ready to go and something a bit different. Okay. So this is one. It is blue smoke Texas tea spicy and sweet Texas style barbecue sauce. Wow. It has a lot Texas of words. twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Texan it is. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Ooh, and I've also got you another one. Oh. This one is blue smoke touchdown smoky and spicy Kansas style barbecue sauce. Oh. A little bit lighter in colour. Yes. And I bought one for myself that wasn't a spicy one because I don't like spicy stuff. Well, spicy barbecue sauces are usually pretty mild. Like, uh, although it's, it's me. Although you, you do say pasta, so you, you probably think mayonnaise is spicy, right? I love mayonnaise. <laughs> Who doesn't love mayonnaise? If you don't like mayonnaise, there's a problem. I'm not saying I don't like mayonnaise. I'm just saying that like if you think mayonnaise is spicy, that is a problem. Thank you very much for this. You're very I'm gonna welcome. Have to, uh, I'm going to have to uh, find a... Uh, Something to put barbecue sauce on. Well, we all know that you like meat and your pork, and maybe one oh, of them will absolutely. go well with a pork. Yeah, I might, I might see about actually doing like a full-on cooking it in there. But thank you, that's very kind of you. You're very welcome. And how, is the, how is the banana bread, by the way? Fucking fantastic. Oh, we well, ate that very quickly. It was so good. Oh, good. Well, uh, I'll be sure to let Kirsten know because she baked it. I just kind of bought the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I did something. I, I contributed to the present. <laughs> it was good though. It was really good. We just, and at one point we actually forgot for about maybe a day or two that we had it because each day we were having a bit and until obviously it was gone. And there was one day where we forgot we had it and it was probably later in the evening and we were sitting there. My daughter was asleep and we were just sitting at the couch and, you know, both of us seemed to get peckish or hungry at the same time. Mm. And we're sitting there and I'm like, oh, do you want something like to nibble on? She's like, yeah. And I wandered over to the fridge and I was like, oh, we still have a bit of banana bread left. In that exact voice. And Very then your close. daughter woke up and was like, why is daddy Satan? <laughs> yeah, why is daddy Satan? And then we were up for the next six hours. Eating banana bread. Eating banana bread. I, it's, it's hard to believe we made six hours worth of banana bread. Now, have a look at the bottom of your glass. Now, this is what happens in a dark ale. It snows. It's got some sediment. It's got some stuff in it. Rinse that around. Mix that in. That's all flavour. So what are, your, what are your thoughts? How many um, Christmas lights at Lobethal are you giving this one? Now we know, like I said the last one, and I've said before, not overly a fan of the darker drinks, mm -hmm. the darker ales uh, so often, but this one has changed that perspective a little bit. I'm going to give this one a six and a half. Now I'm not rating it any higher because I don't know what other ones are out there. It wouldn't often be my choice. It is a good drink. If someone bought me one, I would drink it. I would have it, which we are today. Um, but still, for a Christmas beer, as a Christmas or a one-off seasonal drink, it, I would give it an eight or a nine. But as as a darker drink, uh, only a six and a half. I think for a dark ale for me, this is going to be about a seven and a half. I do quite like dark ales, uh, but something that has such a clear flavour as this is definitely something that you would want to drink on a special occasion. So um, you wouldn't be able to eat drink lots of it. You wouldn't be able to eat lots of it either. No, and and it is and is quite filling. I might. Ask my wife to hold off on cooking dinner tonight until uh, like eight. <laughs> eight? Yeah. You're kidding? I'm starving now. Drink the rest of your beer then. Come on. 
Well, I'm drinking it. There are children who don't have beer in Africa <laughs> who are starving, all right? so Jesus Christ. There are people who would, you know, happily drink that beer. But we are definitely going to wash out our glasses before the next one. Yes, 100%. Get rid of the uh, sediment. But uh, look, this, this is a good Christmas beer. Um, it really fits the theme. At no point did it, you know, sometimes you it's like, oh, there's the Christmas flavor. And there's just sort of other stuff. Yeah. This is just pure Christmas. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to bump it up. Let me give it a, a 6.9. 6.9? Yeah. Okay, so just, just shy of that 7 mark. It'll get there one day. One day. Maybe if we had it during Christmas and not a month and a day after. Yeah, with pudding. Whilst I'm wearing my Christmas hat. Not really big on Christmas pudding. No? Nah. Nah? Nah. I'm more... I I'm, I'm, I like the crackling. Just one, like feed me crackling. Well, one time my dad had a, a couple of drinks after Christmas um, and he got a little bit tipsy. And uh, we had like Christmas pudding in the house, like fruitcake. Because like mm. none of us really ate Christmas pudding as such. Um, so we had fruitcake in the house instead and like some ice cream and actually went quite well and i remember i ate the last like there was a pretty decent sized chunk left that probably could have cut up for two maybe three people and i ate the whole thing to myself because <laughs> i was you a selfish bastard. teenager yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i had it and he's had a few drinks and he went to have some and he's just like and he just was like fuck you what are you having a last fucking fruitcake he was having a ball of a laugh paying me out about it but and then um him and mum had both had a few to drink and they wandered up to the local McDonald's and walked through the drive-thru. Did they let you do that back then? Uh, they, well, they let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he got the food. They walked through the drive-thru. <laughs> I mean, I've pretended to be a car in a drive-thru before, and they said no. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you over my car. <laughs> All right, well, with, with that revelation, let's walk through the drive-thru to grab the next drink. Okay, you are holding a beer bottle towards me. I can see that this is 7.4% alcohol. So that's, yep, that's and we've got a fault with this bottle, so it's a special edition. It doesn't. It just says standard <laughs> drinks. It doesn't tell me how many, it just says standard there, drinks. There are, there are some in here. Um, okay, so I can see that there's a bit of a pink. I can see that there's a bit of a yellowish. Yep. Um, look, I, I'm not sure of this one. Now, I know... I know of another brewery that does a beer that makes me think of these colours, but it's not this one. I want to say because it's got that pink and yellow, it makes me think of like fruits. So I've got a feeling is this got a is, is this a fruity flavour beer? Let's let's do some yes or no questions. Fruity flavours. Well, I did say that it was food related when we started. Oh, okay. I did say there was a food related drink. All right, okay, so it's food, so, related. but it's not fruit. Um, is this food something that you would eat as a meal or as a snack? Um, probably both. Okay. Uh, it's served at a fancy restaurant. Okay. If that helps. Fuck, I hope it's not seafood. Um, <laughs> yes, I know that you're allergic to seafood. Here, I've bought you king prawn beer. Um, okay, so at a fancy restaurant, uh, is would you describe it as sweet or savoury? Ooh, probably a bit more sweet. Okay. Normally, would you cook this or eat it as a raw thing? You cook it. 100% is fucking cooked. Okay. Um, you have to use a spoon to get into it. Oh, okay. So is, is it a baked item? I think so. Uh, pastry crust? No, it's more solid than that. It's more solid than that? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, uh, would you have one of these on a birthday? I mean, you could if you want. Okay. Uh, it's not a cake. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like Maybe it's a cake thing. 
Uh, does part of this grow on trees? I really don't know what's in this. Okay. All I know is what it looks like when it's cooked. It comes in a ceramic dish. M- most dishes are <laughs> ceramic. <laughs> is this sort of like something you'd find at like you know a, sp- a specific restaurant, like a an Italian restaurant or a Chinese restaurant? Maybe a French restaurant. French restaurant. Okay. No, it's not snails, which I have had before. Oh, it I, was say, I was going to say uh, cocavan, which no. is wine chicken, more or less. I'm not really big on French food. No? But, um, oh, it, maybe, uh, you know, something like a macaron or a croissant? Well, if there are any French listeners, um, invite us over. And uh, help me through. The, okay, look, I'm, I'm definitely not going to get this. No. I'm, I'm ready? Listening. Yeah, I'm ready. It's creme brulee. Okay, and now I have actually had this one before. You've had that yeah, before? Yeah, this I'm one not. is... Uh, this is a magnificent beer. Yeah? Yeah, so once again, this is a dark ale. Oh, another dark ale. Yes. Now, unlike the food, we didn't use a spoon to get into this. There is some on your tiles now, though. Yes, that's okay. I do own a mop. Once again, have a smell. You're probably getting more beer in this one, but the, the flavour of this one is quite delicious. Oh, okay, yes, there's a little water. Okay. Don't want to ruin it. I mean, beer does have water in it. You know that, right? No, they get it from the beer fountain in the square, right? In Beer Square? Yeah. In Beerton? Yeah. Central Beer... Beeristan? <laughs> Beeristan. Creme brulee. I do like a nice creme brulee, although I've never made it. But I do actually have a torch for it. Yeah, I, used to I have, like the little blow yeah, torch. Yeah, yeah, I used to have a, a stove top that wouldn't, like, light. So I just bought one of those because it was cheaper than buying matches all the time. <laughs> So I just Fair like, enough. And I was like, oh, I've got a blowtorchy thing in case I haven't had a cook something. something. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, oh, sushi, but you don't eat sushi. You don't cook sushi either. Yeah, but you can use the burner torch for it. Really? Yeah. Oh. You're like like the salmon. You can toast the salmon. and. I thought the whole point was to have it raw. You don't have to have it raw all the time. I mean, you can like char it. Well, you're not going to go no, to a no, sushi no, restaurant I mean, I'm not, because I'm it, no, you don't eat no, seafood. No, I'm not going to do it anyway. It's like, it's like good for them. You know? Yeah. Anyway, let's have a creme brulee. Now that is smooth. What, what, what is that face, Jason? Uh, I don't know about this one for me. You don't? No. This is so silky smooth. This is beautiful caramel flavours. Okay, the second taste is a bit better. Vanilla. I'm getting caramel. Or for our American listeners, caramel. So, uh, here we go. All natural ingredients, malt, yeast, hops and water. Standard beer stuff. Um, sweet and smooth, rich and real vanilla bean caramel goodness. Ooh, caramel goodness. Yes. So no, I have I have had this one before, and once again, you got a dark ale. You can just kind of force a flavour into it. You can. You it can... tastes better with the third sip as well. It gets better as you go on. Oh look, it's it's a creme brulee. It's creme, creme brulee. It's creme brulee. So uh, yeah, I washed out these uh, before, and I told you I was going to tell you about the weirdness of our taps, our kitchen taps. Our kitchen sits on the western side of the house. As the sun goes over it starts shining right through that kitchen window. And you'll notice that the tap is right next to that kitchen window, right? Yes. So what do you think happens to the tap when the sun gets over that side? Uh, it, pl- it starts playing Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. N- no, no, the tap is not talented at all. Ah, oh, well, get better, tap. So the there's basically not much space between the end of the kitchen and the bricks that go outside. In fact, I think the bricks that go outside aren't probably that thick and the pipe that leads the water into the kitchen tap goes right there it gets incredibly hot it gets incredibly hot in fact sometimes if i want to like get a quick drink of water i'd get better cool water by turning on the hot tap and just quickly filling up the glass before the hot kicks in then waiting for the 
hot water from the cold tap wow. to become cold again. Yeah. What? Yeah. How? Some, I mean, we know how, but yeah. how at the same time? How? Um, poor house design that doesn't consider the nature of the sun. So, you know, the sun's been there for at least like 10 years now. So to those who ever built the home, what the fuck? Yeah. Do you not think about the sun? No, I have a daughter. But you don't think about the sun rising? No, I think about the sun setting. Ah. But well, I also I'm... think about the sun rising. Do you, do you think about the sun's general position? Do you think about the sun as a way to help you find north? No, I think about the sun as the best way or the best time for the house to be open at certain points. Because <laughs> we live in Australia, depending on how hot it is in the summer months, you open one side of the house where the sun isn't, especially if you've got evaporative air conditioner like I do in my house. Right. You have one side of the house completely open, so it can have good airflow. And then when the sun starts to move over there about one, two o'clock, you close all that side of the house and open up the other side of the house. I've actually never done that. We just keep the one... You never think about it like no, that? No, but we keep the north side open. Well, yeah, you're very lucky that you've got a back door that faces like that. My back door doesn't have a screen door. Oh, that's right, it doesn't. Yeah, so I've, I have to... I've only just realised how weird that is. Yeah, it doesn't have a screen door. Yeah. It's got a fitting for one, but it doesn't have one. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like You can get used to like weird shit in a house and then, you know... You move into another one. It's like, that wasn't normal. Yeah, like this... This like is... the holes in the floor on my first house when I moved out of home oh, where oh. I could just sweep everything into it and it would go outside <laughs> what the fuck yeah there was literally I kid you not there was a, a hole maybe the size of well it wasn't the size of a fist but it was probably the size of a 50 cent piece maybe a little bit bigger right or maybe a little bit so about that size um, and for American listeners what's the size of a 50 cent piece maybe a dime oh, fuck dimes are tiny or what, what's the 25 a quarter uh, maybe like a uh, something uh, maybe a half dollar if you can get a hold of them yeah okay so maybe about that size and I used to just when I'd clean the house if I had to sweep up in the house I'd just sweep it into sweep it up and then just push it down the hole in the lounge room like putting stuff in a hole doesn't make it just mysteriously go away it did mysteriously go away because it went straight outside because there was nothing underneath those floorboards I could rip up a floorboard and then I'd be able to step outside so there was no foundation the, no, it was on like a stilts. It was on like a stilts throughout the house underneath, Jesus like, like Where, little chunks it, what, of wood. What area in the world was this house in? Not far from here. Oh no! Yeah, no. Well, it was two hundred and eighty dollars a week for rent. Actually, that's did. pretty cheap. Yeah, and it was oh, it was so bad. One winter, it was so cold, right? And there was only there was no heating in the oh, no sorry there was heating in the house, but it was only in the kitchen. Because that's where the air conditioner was, slash heater. So, one summer, I spent all day... It was a 43 degree day outside. I spent all day in the kitchen. I drank so much water because I was just sweating out. I kid you not, eight hours in the kitchen. I just played on my computer, played a game all day, had lunch, literally sat in there. I went to the bathroom to pee once in that full eight hours because I just kept sweating it out. And one night, it was so cold in the bedroom we had the electric blanket on the highest it could go we had flannelette sheets on we were both wearing long pants a jumper there was the doona and then there was two sleeping bags and two blankets that you'd have like in the lounge room if you just want something to warm oh, yeah, up yeah. on top of us and that was the only way to keep warm that's because mm. the, the house was raised up no, no heat retention no no heat retention whatsoever yeah i had a similar thing i did some uh, i did five weeks of teaching prac while i was at uni up at wyala in the middle of the winter and Wyala is where the desert meets the sea and the desert gets cold at night and the sea gets cold at night and I remember going to bed 
with two blankets and I had these like shirts that were just like like they were old band t-shirts stuff that I would like work out in kind of ratty and I layered like seven t-shirts on top of each other just to keep warm and then my, my like flannel pajama top over the top of that yeah um, and it was like I'm surprised these days it's like wow that would have like thrown my back out or done something like that not I've actually never thrown my back out I don't know what that is I've heard of it and I look forward to having it one day. You don't. But, you uh, don't want that. Uh, I've hurt my back before to the point where I had to go home from work. And I, they sent me upstairs when I used to work in this particular department store to work the switchboard. Because so I only had an hour left. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll just tough it out for an hour. And I sat up on the switchboard. Even reaching forward hurt me. Damn. You don't want it. Anyway, so I'm surprised that, like, you know, if you ever wore seven t-shirts, you know, that's like, it's not exactly the most comfortable thing for when you're, like, lying down, but I still managed to get to sleep. And, uh, yeah, but it was still absolutely freezing cold. But also the house I was staying with was uh, a house belonging to some relatives, and it used to be a church, so lots of big high ceilings, all that stuff. It was just not really a place for heat. And this house that we're currently recording in my house is hot in the summer and cold in the winter. Same with our place. Actually, there's also... I love finding little interesting things. Like, there's a few tiles around here where, like, you know, tiles should be more or less, like, sealed onto the concrete before, below it, right? Yes. Some of these, like, you knock on them and it's like, there's a hollow space below there. Did, like, the people who originally built this house, like... You they know, just dropped it in there. Well, no, they, they probably, like, put a body there and it's decomposed since then. And, you know, there's like, oh, let's just tile over the body. Uh, but, like, you knock on it and you get this, like... There's like kind of like hollow sound. Yeah, there's, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, what I am surprised about is this drink. The more I have, the more I do like it. I will admit, straight off the bat, I was like, I don't know. Few in, few sips in, it's a bit better. I feel once again we've come into the conundrum where each of the drinks that we've had are for maybe a different type of thing, with the exception of the IPA, because an IPA is something that you know people for some reason drink all the time. The Pilsner is definitely stand out. As, as just a standard beer, but I think Pilsner's once again are easy, but it is still, I think, my favourite of the lot in terms of just something I could mm. have as a general drink. Well, out of Christmas lights, what do you think? Creme brulee. Creme brulee for me is an eight and a half. Really delicious, desserty. I just kind of wish I had some way to keep this glass cold so the beer didn't warm up over time. Um, funnily enough, it warming up is better for me. Really? Yeah, so I'm going to rate this one a, a nice solid 7. Sure. Which is a rarity for me being a dark beer, but I'm going to rate this a solid 7. Um, I'm just going to quickly Google, is there a special type of glass that keeps your drinks cold? Oh, there's a wine glass with a built-in cooling gel. I, really ho- I was really hoping you'd say, oh, fridges. Harvey Norman. Drink cooling glasses. Yep, it's just like this sort of plastic sleeve that glows over your wine glass Ooh, what's this bathtub cocktail wine glass I, I gotta see what this is is that like a literal bathtub that you drink out of oh it just like circulates the liquid in it. so you pour it in there it's got a couple of batteries and you press the pump and it like squirts out of there but you would yes drink out of this miniature bathtub that's really cool but is also it? pointless I feel like it's something you'd see on Wish <laughs> actually I, I have quite a lot of stuff saved on Wish Wish is the most weirdest website. Have you actually bought anything from Wish? I have. I bought watches before and they had like estimated delivery time between one week and four months. Did and you ever get sh- them? Yeah, I actually forgot I'd ordered something once and it showed up two and a half months later. And one of my friends doesn't look this stuff up. He had a random advertisement show up on Facebook for Wish because he has a Wish account. I kid you not, for bondage stuff. 
Yeah, look, there was like masks and look, like dildos is, like, and all sorts. I, I, I'm getting like, you know, lingerie, like what might be meth, some weird bongs, a Soviet flag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lingerie, but also watches and guitar shit. Like, oh, suits. I might want and a bikini. Yeah, like, look, like, there's like wishes. There's a lot of bikinis. Wishes just like <laughs> push up bras. Yeah, like you want, you want underwear. Lift, I think it's kind of like you know, do you want to lift that hip hop lifestyle, that rich and glamorous like? Super then you need this lifting bra. But no, uh, let's see. Where's my um cart? Let's see what I've got in my cart. Lots of watches, some like weird suit jackets that I thought like, yeah, that would. Oh, a lot of them are not available. All right, I'm gonna remove the ones that are no longer available, so you can have a look at what I would get because I like the idea of having like a lot of different watches. Why have you got a penis on. pump on there? Oh, it's actually a reverse penis pump. I need to take some size away. <laughs> It's a deflator, not a, a deflator. Yeah. So that's a little camera that goes in a telescope, so nice. you can get HD stuff. Interesting shirts. Wow. Purple suit. I thought Purple suit. Fun, yeah. Watches. 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 That's what? just an ornament. Right. Yeah. You know, it's an ornament that uh, takes special grasses and stuff. It's it's just an ornamental planter. Oh, okay. Righto. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. Yeah. Nice ornamental planter. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like watches are something that, you know, it seems to be like, you know, the fancy ones only belong to rich people, but like you can get some cheap stuff here and like, as long as it tells the time a little bit or is close enough, it serves its purpose. Yeah. It's mostly there for fashion. I kind of, what I do want is a watch that has like multiple different time zones on it. And I think that's what actually one of these does. Like you can sort of just set it to different... Oh no, it's got a watch, it's got the one that just sort of tells you the basic hour, it's the same thing but smaller, it's got a compass and it's got a thermometer. Who needs a smartwatch? I know where north is and what temperature <laughs> my skin is right Look now. Look at my hand. Hmm. Apple Watch, get out of the way because we got stuff from Wish. Yep, actually I have, the, Wish do have smartwatches. Well you know what I'm wishing for right now? Yeah, is to know what your favourite drink is out of today. Look, if, uh, if I'm uh, bringing it down to... What do I think I would have the most? What what do I think is the most accessible drink that is going to take me through the years? Is the Pilsner. What do I enjoy as a drink that I would like to have for special occasions? It's the creme brulee. Christmas, it's the Christmas beer. And maybe one day I would get into the super IPA. It's kind of right out of it for me. Yeah. But uh, I think it, it just comes down to the Pilsner for me as being the top beer. We kind of, we kind of peaked. I'm going to have to agree... I look. I've been pleasantly surprised by some darker drinks today, some darker beers. Um, the IPA, not for me. Christmas ale, good. Uh, Creme brulee, good as their one-off drinks. But yeah, the Pilsner, I, I'm actually going to bump that up. That up to a eight point seven. Eight point seven. Well, I gave it a nine. Yeah. Did I give it a nine? What did I, I give it? Eight point five. I think you gave it an eight, and I gave it an eight point five. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a nine. You're going to give it a nine. I'm, I'm going to give it an eight point seven. That's that's a solid drink. 100% Lobethor Beer House you know and did you know they actually circulate their beers to over a hundred different restaurants hotels and places within South Australia oh, I do know that at least one place have it because I drive past and I've got a sign saying we got beers with Lobethor Beer House because like otherwise why would I ever go there exactly <laughs> yeah look this has been a nice little jaunt down four not three drinks hey how's about this I've got a crazy idea for our next episode you ready what let's have three drinks <laughs> that sounds good to me. Let's let's do three drinks for our next episode. I can give a hint of what kind of uh, drinks they're going to be for our listeners. Ooh, sneak peek. So here's the thing: you might all, they might already be on the website by Don't the time we're going to people to know. We're going to whisper. Okay. So here's here's the hint. You ready?
That's the hint. Ooh. That's the hint. That's the hint? Yeah, I'll grab these drinks, by the way. Okay. Yeah, um, and they might not actually uh, meet that sound, but we'll, we'll see. We'll okay, see. Yeah. all right. Anyway, for drink discussion, I've been Kieran. And I've been Jason. Please recycle your bottles. Hi there. Thank you for listening to Drink Discussion. I'd just like to remind you that Drink Discussion is recorded, produced and created by Jason Voigt and Kieran O'Day. Copyright 2022.